TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And it takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning, WFAN. Just like that, it's no longer Monday. Keep McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. Call me up. You know the number, even though we say it a bunch, you you don't need me to say it. I have a full rack of calls, and I want to talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, whatever team it is, whatever sport it is, and I'm going to mix in some other things that I haven't mentioned yet, too. But before the break, I said the Isles got to win, right? The, the Icelanders, and I heard my guy Steve Summers rubbing it, and he still wouldn't let you get past that stadium series loss during his show. I... Heard him play into that, but I want to hear from the Islanders fans. I want to hear about uh, Barzal and Horvat. I had a call, was it Dave and Comac said to me as a Devils fan, how about we trade you Horvat and Barzal for five first-round picks? You doing that? I said, no, no, five first-round picks. I'm like, the Devils draft too well to give up that many picks. And I don't know if those guys just come over here and make the Devils a contender this year. In my humble opinion, the Devils are cooked. In my humble opinion, the Islanders are cooked. In my humble opinion, it's all on the Rangers to not be the Dallas Cowboys on ice this year, and we're all going to sit back, relax, and enjoy New York turning into a Rangers town and seeing if they can actually hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. 877-337-6666. But the Islanders do... Go and get an overtime win in Dallas. Shout out to you if you were watching. I know we kind of forget about the Isles sometimes. Not when Miriam in Forest Hills is on. Hi, Miriam. Well, I see you've been listening to Summerism. and He he teased me all the time about the Icelanders. And when I (laughs) tell him what I'm telling you, Icelanders are people who live in Reykjavik. (laughs) And UBS Arena. Yep. That's right. And you know what? No, you're not getting Matt Barzell. No, you're not getting Bull Horvat. And I don't care who you get in the draft. The Islanders are still going to get better points than the Devils. <laughs> well, what do you think about your chances this year? I was just talking to Paulie about I think about they it. can make it. I think they can get on a run and get to the playoffs, get to the spot, and get in a wild card spot. 
62 points, the same amount of point as my Devils. and I, think I know, but you know what the difference is? The difference is schedule. I'm rooting for the Islanders. Oh, yeah, you're a good luck charm. And as a fan, That's you got to right. believe. you got to hope until there's no ma- right. mathematical you know hope left. No, I, I'm a positive thinker. Islanders are going to be fine. I'm sorry. And, and the, your problem is you get to play the Sharks in California in the Shark Tank. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, watching that uh, <laughs> that Rangers game, I, I fell asleep that day. I, I did the show with BT the midday off of three hours of sleep. I went home, took a nap, and when I got up, I had a headache. I was more tired, and I literally didn't even go claim my, my tickets. I didn't go to the Devils game. Some of my boys are Rangers fans. They had a blast, and I knew to duck that one, and as I watched it on TV, I'm like, oh, that's a miserable time. That's not fun to go over there and get beat up by the Rangers and the Rangers fans literally get beat up on the ice, and then Rangers fans are trying to fight you in your seats. Um, but that, no, that one, that's not a good idea. That's yeah. one of the reasons I don't go, because it's hard to hear when you have a radio in the stands. That's oh, why it gets I don't nuts. Go. It gets nuts because everybody's tough, and guys see the action on yeah, and the then, ice, you know, and they think that they can fight too. No, 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 no. The reality is, the reality is right now, the Devils and Islanders are tied in points, but the other reality is I think the Islanders can pass win on Thursday in Detroit. If the Devils win against the Sharks and the Kings, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Are they going to go on? On Sunday, you know what your problem was? The Islanders on Saturday at least got 3-2 to two against the Lightning. The Island, the Devils yeah. didn't even get past that. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to rehash it, but... Uh... No, in the, in the second period, I'm thinking the Devils had a shot, and then mm-hmm. third period they don't score. And two, it's just like it's it's deflating. And you have these home games before you go out west, and you're thinking these home games are going to be an opportunity to get right. And it's just like they don't even have the right energy. They don't even have the right mojo mentality. Like something is wrong. Something Saturday, is you had too much trouble beating the Canadians. Do you know that? Yeah. You had a whole bunch of trouble beating the Canadians. Barely. And the other problem was, even though the Islanders lost on Saturday, they came back in the third, and they made it a game. The Devils didn't on Sunday. They just didn't. I'm sorry. They didn't. And the other problem you had is that, for the first time in about two months, Akira Schmidt played in goal. Yeah. And he and I don't know if he's like he was. And Vitek Vanacek has been out a long time, hasn't he? <sighs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, on the IR, okay. and, and you take Nico Dawes out after the uh, win against the Canadiens. That's and right, exactly. You put Schmidt That's in right. the goal against Tampa, and it's not good enough. No, and you know what? And I, I'm being honest with you. The difference is Sorokin and Bolov have been healthy all year, and you, we haven't had that problem. Bolov had a few times when he... It wasn't, but he's, most of the time they were both there. That's the okay? best two goalies in the area. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the difference. I mean, I'm I'm not taking anything away from Igor Shostak, and I know how good he is. I'm not worried about that. What I'm saying to you is, in, in our in our way, the Islanders have it better off that way. I'm sorry, but the Devils are not going to win any games if Akira Schmidt looked the way he did on Sunday. No, and you're definitely not going on no. the road against these teams and, and winning in their arenas. And If you can't hold it down on your home ice, if you're getting beat up, bullied, no. and, and, like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I want to believe. You know what, Miriam? Like, going into this season, I saw Bleacher Report open ice had the Devils ranked as the number two team in the NHL. 
And yeah. I'm always cautious against that. I tell everybody that listens to me, don't believe the hype. As soon as they're starting to hype you up too much, go the other way. It's because what can you happen will. Like, the sky will fall. Like, somebody will get hurt or you'll lose some of your yeah, mojo. we had it too. We had Casey Sezikis just come back. But like I told you, it has to be the goalies have to be healthy, okay? You had three goaltenders. I wonder if I've only had two. They brought up one kid for a while, but most of the time they had two. Now, let's talk about one more thing that's good. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Tiger's going to be 13 in November, <laughs> and how old is your loony going to be? Three. Yeah? Is she a good girl? Is she behaving herself? Yeah, she's the best. Uh, uh, she loves me. She she sleeps good. on me. My wife, my wife. I went. I fell asleep without her last night. My wife told me she's like, you know, I had to go out and get her. I need her to to be in the room to know she's good. She's like, she started off sleeping with me and moved to you. I'm like, yeah. I I just don't even think about it. She's just always sleeping well, on my as legs. As long as as long as she's good and healthy and check her out, make sure she's okay. She's spayed, right? Yeah, she's hyperallergenic. She's all take, yeah, taken good. care all of, right. and she's got she's gotten uh, she's grown more patient with the baby. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. And he's gotten better at like I'm always like Jack, just gently pet her. Don't grab her because he grabs like chunks of her hair out. No, no, no. That's no, no. Yeah, and she doesn't because like she that. Doesn't she gets real skittish you know? and like real like, eh, like gently, she's, gently, gently. She's gently. super aggressive when he does yeah, that, no, but no, she no, likes no, to no. be pet. And he's now learning like open hand. That's like, right. Wipe her. Don't grab her hair. And, That's and, right. and they're and, learning you know, to coexist. He can do what I can't. He can look at her, and you can do eye things, which I can't do. Yeah. You know, blink and, you know, whatever, yeah. like, Jack, like Jackson Galaxy says. I can't do that, so I have to touch But I'm sure time. your cats can just feel your your, your natural care. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. He, he, they're good. The older they get, the better they get. They're more stable, and they're more able to cope. Yeah, and they're on the same level for now. They both spend a lot of time on the ground. They're they're good, that, that, that's good. And make sure he doesn't, you know, that she doesn't play with any of his toys. And you know, they have separate places. They have separate toys, but he's good, always good. trying to eat her toys, and I got to break them apart. And then his play area, she's always scratching up. I bought her a new scratching post. She doesn't. That's a good idea. She doesn't care for the scratching post. She's already gone to work scratching up his mat. So I, it's a constant. <laughs> It's a constant struggle for me separating like those boxes. two and watching them. Yeah, the they like bags and boxes. I Amazon is boxes. at the house every day, so she's she's checking out a new box every day. There you go. All right. Yeah, yeah good times over at my place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Miriam. 877-337-6666. We could talk puck. We can talk cats. We could talk. Amazon boxes, and we got to talk to my guy Avery out in St. Louis. Thanks for holding, bro. How you been? Hey, Keith. How are you? Speaking of boxes, you know you had that caller who said he got his Rangers Stadium Series jersey delivered, and it was it looked like it was thrown off a plane. Yeah, I saw the picture of it. It literally looked like yeah, no, like a I car saw that ran too. over it. Uh, well, finally, after they took to, they took long enough, MSG did right by me, and they they had their package. It was flattened. MSG? Like Madison Square Garden sends them? Yeah, the MSG shop. They oh, the team job. shop. Yeah. Okay. Well good. As long as they make job. it right. As long as as long as they at the in the in the end do right by you because if not, yeah. then they got, you know, bad reviews on Google and, and on the internet. Yeah, well anyway, I was gonna say 
you are talking about this idea of don't believe the hype, don't believe the hype, and I always agree with you about that because right now everybody's saying, oh, Juan Soto, oh, look at him. He hit a home run in spring training. Oh, my gosh, we're going to be amazing. Of course, then you're looking at Juan Soto diving to make a catch, and he almost almost breaks his wrist. You can't get so excited about the little things in the second game of spring training. There's 162 games to go and, like, umpteen-something games left in spring. People yeah. are getting too excited. <laughs> I mean, Yank, the Yankee fans, we're, we're honestly the worst. Everybody on Yankee Twitter <laughs> is going crazy. We might actually be the worst <laughs> fan base in all of sports. I love us. But I also hate us because you're 100% correct. It's like, yep, we're back. World Series. How many runs the Yankees going to score? 22? 22 every spring training. Juan Soto. And it's like, okay, everybody taper your expectations a little bit. This is all exhibition. This is glorified practice. These guys are just getting their timing, their swings right. Like, uh, you know, Juan Soto with the, you know, I think he should have made that play. They said he's been working out with Jackie Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. makes that play blindfolded but hey don't try and make the play at the risk of potentially getting your wrist arm jammed up underneath you i don't know man i just think that juan soto already fits already belongs we're gonna have a lot of fun watching him hit um maybe even watching him in, in the field but like for spring training it's just cool to have it back on tv but i always go back to the years when, they, when we didn't get to watch this many spring training games unless you physically yeah. went down there I think it's it's good and bad. I think it just it feeds the hype train, but then it also like there's just so many Yankee fans that like just say ridiculous things. Like they they make they make judgments on the season over one or two at bats in spring training. It's like come on now. You think at this point we've been Yankee fans long enough, right? We've been baseball fans long enough. You think we'd get it now? Every day, every year, we see the same story. Yeah, I get it. I fully get it. Someone asked me the other day, like, you know, do you think the Yankees are winning the World Series? I said, if you're asking me to take the Yankees or the field, I'm taking the field. The Yankees have exactly. to build a con a contender and then create a competitor, a, a champion in October, right? Like, did I know the Rangers were going to win the whole thing? I, no, but I started to get the feeling when I watched them. Uh, even when they, you know, lost Adelise Garcia, I'm like, they just got too many dogs. They got too many guys. They're going to get it done. Did I know the Diamondbacks were going to get there? Hell no. They went up against that their own crazy. division rival who won 111 games. They, they, No one right. gave them a chance. So, you know, that's another thing, too. Speaking of the Dodgers, they've got all the hype. They've got all the hype. They spent all the money. They're still making moves. Uh, I, I want all the attention to be on them. But the Yankees are not going to fly under the radar at all because – we have the most fans, we have the most attention, we have the most hype, the most energy, the most everything, and the expectations are the, the most high they've been in a long time. Yeah. Well, uh, that being said, Juan Soto, just the way he stands at the plate and the way he maneuvers himself around the baseball. As it comes the swag the is bad. That's the right energy. That's the right aura. The Yankees are supposed to go. have that kind of aura when they step out there. Great. And we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it lately, except from Judge. <laughs> no, we were watching Ben Rortvet. I saw Ben Rortvet today. I was like, I always throw him under the bus like he's not still on the team. I mean, a couple years ago, we didn't think he was a real person. We didn't know who he was. <laughs> like, who? 
Ben Rortvedt? You know, I knew who he was only because I saw, they kept saying his name in MLB The Show when I do the Yankee exhibition at MLB The Show. And they said, knocks up Ben Rortvedt. I'm like, oh, who's that? He's the last piece of the uh, Josh Donaldson <laughs> IKF trade. Still here. And help Garrett Cole win a Cy Young. Uh, all right, Keith. Thanks for taking my call as always. Take care. You got it. 877-337-6666. As I'm in here watching Yankee Encore on Yes, John Carlos Stanton gets a hold of one. Sends it to the outfield, but it is caught. Either way, I'm not too concerned because you know what? He stepped out of the box ready to run. John Carlos Stan says he's going to play the outfield next. Don't need him to, but he slimmed down. and He wants to be more of a baseball player. Great. You know, guys are hyping up Spencer Jones and uh, all these prospects we're getting to see. George Lombard Jr., He's brand new. Just got that guy. I mean, how about Trent Grisham? Trent Grisham turned some heads very early. Um, people are already ready to call Oswald Peraza a bust. Uh, Cashman prospect hug too long. This guy's got no value. He's terrible. He had a couple errors against Philly. The Yankees were no hit for most of that exhibition game. But nobody cared because that one wasn't on Yes Network. You didn't even see it. If you don't see it, it, it didn't happen. And that goes back to the whole thing about these spring training games. Once upon a time, I remember being a young guy not seeing these spring training games. So they didn't matter. Oh, this is something that I wanted to catch earlier. Now it's on my screen. Can I do it fast enough to catch it? No, no. Did I get it? I did get it. So they put out an injury timeline of John Carlos Stanton and Yes Network flashes. First off, shout out to the good folks at Yes Network. Big fans of the Yes Network. They believed in me back in 2019, put me in commercials, put me on their social handles. Like the good folks over there just had an eye on Yankees Twitter and gave me an opportunity to rock. And I've noticed the content coming out of at Yes Network on Twitter, Instagram, just some of the behind the scenes videos with the Yankees, like asking Juan Soto to identify objects like a Tamagotchi and a Game Boy and some things like that. And then even today, they had these guys try to guess the amount of baseballs in a bucket. Just good little uh, you know, videos for social media that are getting fans excited about the players and the team. But I also was watching Yes Network and their graphics team. And I guess the guys that just produce uh, the Yankee games and stuff, they're, they're the best. They're the best. So they put out a graphic um, two days ago of all the players that are older than Juan Soto. And uh, obviously Soto is 25. He debuted back in 2018. But they put Adley Rushman, 26. Luis Robert Jr., 26. George Kirby, 26. Jeremy Pena, 26. Shane McClanahan, 26. Josh Young, 26. And when you think about all these guys, those guys that I just named, they all debuted within the last two, three years. And that's why Juan Soto is going to have a generational contract. The generational Juan Soto, he's going to have generational wealth. And I think that the Yankees are well aware of who they have and what they have, but he's also got to go out there and do it. He's also got to go out there and stay healthy. He's also got to go out there and perform. If he has a down year where he's hurt, that price comes down. 877-337-6666. Speaking of prices coming down, that John Carlos Stanton contract, boy, <laughs> Well, you hate to have it right now. Year seven of John Carlos Stanton in a Yankee uniform. Finally, they've gotten hip to the game where they have 
more outfielders than they actually need. They have they have plenty of outfielders where they don't even have to call on Giancarlo Stanton to play the outfield unless they want to, unless they want to. But that contract, yikes, I always say the Marlins made that contract and the group that made that contract got out of baseball. Stanton is owed, is owed $32 million this year at age 34, his seventh year with the Yankees. He's still got this season, 2025, 2026, 2027, before he hits that club option year, and I don't know, bro. Like they got to try and figure out a way to get that money off the books, but they're not going to be able to. So I guess you root for Stanton to see what he can do. And here's another graphic that the Yes Network put out. I was just able to catch injury timeline since 2019. So going back to 2019, John Carlos Stanton had a left bicep injury that cost him 68 games. Also, a right knee injury that cost him 73 games. In 2020, he had the left hamstring. That was a shortened 60-game season. He missed 32 games, but you remember what he did in the postseason. 2021, he had a left quad strain, only 13 games. 2022, he had a right ankle, cost him nine games, but then a left Achilles, 28 games. 2023, we all remember, he just was running too hard. Left hamstring, you know, on the base pass, 43 games. They put out the number. He's been on the IL for 37.6 of his regular season games as a Yankee. Yo, they thought they were getting a steal. They thought they were getting a deal. They thought they were getting the reigning National League MVP that was going to just join Aaron Judge and make the new Bash Brothers. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Ben is in Connecticut on the fan. Go for it, Ben. (laughs) My man, great to talk to you as always. Thanks for joining me, Ben. Appreciate it, bro. First of all, I, uh, as a Ranger fan, even, uh, the one thing that makes me, you know, not dislike the Islanders is I've been listening to Miriam call this station for probably 20 years. And, uh, you know, what a, what a charming woman she is. I, I always like that you give her a lot of time on air. Of course. She's consistent. And, uh, you know, we always get around to talking about our cats. And I try to give everybody time, man. If you're listening to my show at 1230 in the morning and you call in and you wait, like, you got it. Thank you. You got it. Um, so I was just down in Tampa. I go down, you know, almost every year for spring training. And I like to get down early for the workouts. and get, to get Smart. the most fun. That's great. Um, and uh, I have to say, like, you know, as someone who goes every year, and I, you know, I'm not trying to make too too much out of this, but there is a vibe around this team this year that's a there little different. Like, star players were, I mean, first of all, like Garrett Cole was literally with the pitching staff talking uh, talking pitching in the dugout after everyone else threw their bullpens. I mean, he wasn't even throwing the day that I was there, and he's like working with Lawizica. He's he's like gripping the baseball with the other uh, with Nestor Cortez. Good. They're clearly talking about things. I, th- there's just a um, there's an aura about the team that you can tell people know like. Hey, we we have a squad this year, and and it's time to win. That's kind of yeah. the vibe I got. There's a lot of guys. There's obviously the superstar guys, like you mentioned, a Garrett Cole, and then you add a Verdugo, a Soto, a Trent Grisham, a Marcus Stroman. But Judge is the captain of the team. He's the biggest star there. You're you're expecting to see guys like DJ LeMayu bounce back. Good to see him at the hot corner today. I I hope he continues to bring his bat. He maybe is going to be the leadoff hitter to start the year. Rizzo seems healthy. Glaber Torres is in a walk year, big year for him. Um, there's there's a bunch of young guys like Austin Wells that we can't wait to see. Volpe has to build on the year that he had. Jason Dominguez today, they said he was swinging the bat. He's 
ahead of schedule. So, yes, there's a vibe, an aura, an energy around this team. And I think the biggest thing is that we all went through 82 and 80 last year. And that is nothing that, like, any Yankee fan or Yankee player is used to, expected. And they do have that bad taste in their mouth. And all we keep hearing is that these guys showed up early to start putting in the work. And uh, when you talk about a guy like Garrett Cole helping everybody, yeah, they're hell-bent on winning. I know Boone said hell-bent on being a champion. But you got to win first. And I think that, like, that down year is a reset button to kind of— Shock everybody's system, wake everybody up. I mean, the year before that, you were swept out of the ALCS by the Astros, the same team that had knocked you out twice before. Now it's like, hey, wake up! These are the New York Yankees. Like, and act like it. This team, this team has a lot of depth on it too. I mean, the outfield depth is really impressive stuff. Like we have, we got Trent Grissom, who may not even start, probably won't start in the outfield for right. us. Um, and but he's he's a heck of a player, actually. And then, obviously, Dominguez coming back. So, you know, that's five outfielders, all of Stan. whom start on Major League rosters. John Carlos Stan won the National League MVP playing every day in right field. Don't don't need him to do that, but he's trying to get out there. And then even when you're seeing some of these young kids, Spencer Jones, we don't want to see Spencer Jones this year because that means guys got hurt and you had to call him up. You know, we want another year of his development, but nice to see him go yard. Nice to see him... Uh, hit the baseball, run around, and you you kind of look to the future. And even guys like Oswaldo Cabrera, who we've seen in the outfield, we know he'll be an option potentially. Like you don't want to yep. see him in the outfield. Finally, they've done the things to shore up the outfield with major league caliber outfielders. Oscar Gonzalez, you probably won't see, but I saw him in one of the games. He's another guy that's a like a depth piece in the outfield. So yeah, they have they have a lot of yep. horses in the stable now. And one just last point. Um, I saw Hal was Hal has been around the team a lot more during yes. spring training. He was on the field. I mean, I, I I have to hand it to Hal. Like, I I really think that this was a little bit of a wake up call for him. Mm-hmm. And he listen. I, I first of all, I think the Steinbrenners are good people, and I think that he wants a ring for himself. Like the fact is, the last the '09 ring, oh, yeah. George George was still alive for that. And I think I think Hal realizes, like, listen, I want my own legacy. I, I want my own ring. Yo, you're, you're right on. Thanks for the call, Ben. I, I've laid into this a little bit, but I've talked about the fact that Hal is 54 turning 55, and that 54 coincides with 14 years since the World Series. In 2009, he was 40, so he's seen himself go from 40 to over 50. Does he want to get to 60 without a ring of his own? Absolutely not. Also, when we talk about Yankee droughts, there was another graphic that the Yes Network showed. uh, And this drought that we're currently in is one of the longest droughts, the second to longest drought without a World Series. The longest is 18 years. If you add another four years, another four seasons to this, Hal Steinbrenner will be 58, staring down 60. And that's a long way to go. And you know he doesn't want to go that long without having his own ring, his own parade. Um, he's showing up at George M. Steinbrenner Field and making himself present. You heard the stories of Donnie Baseball telling Jeter, hey, we got to run out here. Why is that? Because George is always watching. You don't want the boss to see you loafing or not hustling or not doing the right things as a Yankee. And Now, Hal is not... George, but he's still very present. I saw he was watching batting practice and on the field. He's the owner of the team. He's also meeting the media. 
and telling the media, we're not done and we're working on some things. And maybe we're not signing Blake Snell like you guys want, but we are interested in trading for another pitcher because we know this isn't going to get us to the end of the road. Like We're, re- we're replacing a ton of pitching from last year. Uh, I don't know. I think that the Yankees are actively out there on the trade market to find another starter. And we'll we'll see what happens. But I think they're all in. I think that they were embarrassed. And when you're embarrassed, uh, you know, it, it it really can can test you and, and see what type of person you are. If you're if you're actually embarrassed, you're gonna do something to not be embarrassed like that again. And last year was embarrassing for all of us. I mean, I, I got off the roller coaster, as I called it. I got off the roller coaster July 17th. I came in here on July 17th and told you I was done. <laughs> that this team wasn't winning, that they're not worth the uh, watching and hoping and hope, hope, hope week. Like, they're cooked. They're not a winning baseball team. They're not good enough. Judge, I don't care. I literally said, I don't care if Judge comes back. He can't save these guys. This is on Cashman. This is on Hal. They didn't build a good enough team. There were too many scrubs, too many journeymen, too many bums. Now you've got guys that you're looking at up and down this lineup. There's not even room for all the guys that you have. Now you have some dogs. Now you have some guys that are going to go out there and compete. Bring a certain swag, energy, vibe, mojo, aura. All of those keywords, all of those words are being used right now to describe the 2024 New York Yankees. Will it turn into a World Series champion? I don't know about that. It's hard. It's 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 a long road, but that's why we lock in for 162. Can't wait till the games actually start. Keith McPherson on the fan. We can talk Yanks. We can talk Knicks, Islanders. Uh, we will certainly hit more on the Mets and what's coming out of Port St. Lucie with the Mets in spring training. We'll also talk about the Jets and the Giants as we get ready for the NFL Combine and as the NFL offseason might as well be just as important as the regular season because what you start doing now to lay the foundation for September through January, like it's very important. And if you're an NFL fan, I got some stuff for you. Keith McPherson on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Call me up. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. 
The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. That jaw rule on the fan. <laughs> it's not a bad beat. I just never really got into Ja Rule's music. Like, 50 ended him so fast for me. Even when he had the hit songs, I'm like, nah. 50. 50. Queens. Shout out to Queens. Let's talk about the Mets. LGYM. Let's go Yankee Mets. And, you know, that's my little hashtag. That's my little uh, joke. But it's not even a joke. I'm rooting for the Mets. These are my Mets. I've never paid more attention to a Mets team than I have this team over the last two, three seasons. I've never known more about a Mets team than this Mets team going into this season. From prospect names to the regular, I just didn't grow up watching the Mets. They were not even an afterthought. They weren't a thought. Like There are a lot of Yankee fans and Mets fans that just watch their team and don't think about the other team. Now, I know there are also fans that obsess about the other team. I know there are... are Fans in each fan base, uh, they just they wear one hat, but they're always thinking about the other. They always think it's a competition. They can't leave one alone. Like I, I get that too, but uh, I have no reason to look at this Mets team and want them to fail. I have no reason to root against. I seriously want them to win. And like I said, I think that you know David Stearns played this the right way. The expectations are so low. How can you fail? They're in a good spot. Where if you win, then all the fans are pumped up. You know, it's it's one of those things you um, under-promise and over-perform. And I think they can. And, I mean, if you want to read into early things coming out of spring training, go for it. I don't really know exactly. Like, you want to lean into the fact that Trace Thompson is there. He had a grand slam. Okay, it's a good depth piece. But like I said about him earlier, if if he's playing... That means Harrison Bader is on the I.L. Marte is hurt again. You need another outfielder. D.J. Stewart is a guy I'm very familiar with. You hear me talk about him. I say he's a wannabe Yankee killer from his time in Baltimore. He used to always turn it on against the Yankees, have his best games against the Yankees. I can't knock the hustle. Like That's what you should do. Everybody's watching when you play against New York. You should do that, and he was with the Orioles when they were losing 100 games, not winning 100 games. So what about him? I know everybody's talking about Luis Angel Acuna and uh, Jet Williams. And I even saw the kid uh, Kranich today. I thought it was cool to see a Mets fan get a chance to play for the Mets as we talk so much about Steve Cohen and David Stearns being Mets fans and what you know, they're going to do for the Mets. I think that they don't move like Mets fans at all. But congrats to, um, what's his name, Max Kranich. Went out there today and had a clean outing, and they asked him about playing for the Mets, and he said it was a dream. He said it was a dream, and uh, it's great to see people live in the dream. Lifelong Mets fan grew up having David Wright as his favorite player, and uh, David Wright was in camp. That's how you get the vibes to go the right way. That's how you get the energy to feel right. You you call back uh, David Wright and he pops up and he does some content on social media and he's around the team and the players and the morale is boosted. And 
again, going back to the Juan Soto thing, I just think it's uh, it's it's kind of corny, man. Like, if you're a Mets fan, I know you got to think about next year because you're deflecting. You're not locked in on this season. But the whole Juan Soto conversation for next, like, you've already been burned doing that with other players. Why do that again? Especially since he's right here. If you want to talk about Juan Soto as a Met, it's just like so many things have to happen. I did the show Saturday, and I did have one call where I said, if 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 things go so bad for the Yankees this year, which I don't think it's going to happen, and this microphone's powerful. I don't even like speaking this into the microphone, but I don't think it's that powerful to stop what the Yankees have. But let's say things are so bad for the Yankees and the Bronx that Juan Soto just wants out. Let's say it's toxic in the clubhouse. They're losing games. He doesn't like it at all. They're, like That, I think, is the only way he's like, yeah, I'll stay in New York and I'll go sign with the Mets. I know that everyone seems to think that they can spend Steve Cohen's money. You definitely can't. If there was an, a sign ever that you can't, it's, it's from the trade deadline till now, watch his moves and what he's done. He's kind of taken a step back from being a big spender. Right, We need one more piece. Let me swoop in and get Carlos Correa in the middle of the night. He's not moving like that. And I think that Juan Soto would be wild goofy to spend a year in pinstripes with the Yankees next to Judge, next to Garrett Cole and some of these other guys and get get that treatment, feel what it feels like to play for the New York Yankees and decide, all right, I'm going to go to the other side for $50 million extra, $100 million extra. This is not happening in baseball anymore. And when you get to that upper echelon of money, like he's talking about money he won't even be able to spend. Like Hal Steinbrenner has money too. And I think there's a good chance that similar to with Judge, where I heard Mets fans calling this station saying that they were gonna bid on Judge and that Judge would be <laughs> Judge would be a Met. And then no offer was made. Otani would be a Met. Otani doesn't even pick up the phone. Like there's a chance that Hal Steinbrenner and Steve Cohen have a conversation and say, hey, man, just leave it alone. We want to be the top dogs bidding for this guy. And maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe he says, no, not this time. This is different. This guy fits a need for us. But you got to also sign Pete. That's the Scott Boris client you should be worried about. That should be the conversation, not what Juan Soto is going to be. But I wish these Mets luck. I am rooting for these guys as former Yankees. I'm rooting for these guys to get back on the horse as a team that won 101 games two years ago. And I'm rooting for them as a team that just, like, once everybody counts you out, like, baseball does not work like that. Once everybody says what you're going to be or what you're not going to be, nobody knows. So here we go. This is why we watch baseball. This is why we have these daily, nightly shows every week to react to every game. And I'll be here after every Yankee game, every Nets, or every Mets game to talk to you the same way I am after the Nets. And we talk Nets and Knicks and, I think the Nets season is cooked. Let's see what the Knicks do. But we're excited because we have the optimism around the fact that in a month, Major League Baseball starts for real, and we'll get to react to Mets and Yankee games right here on The Fan. Let's keep it rolling, 877-337-6666. When we get into that 1 o'clock hour, I'm going to talk football. I know you guys want to get to it. I know you guys want to talk combine and free agency and what's going to happen with who, what, and where. We'll, We'll get to that. Let's go to... Joe up in the Bronx. Joe, you got it. Yes. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. Keith. 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 Yep. My man. Yeah. Right here. I'm blessed, man. 60 years old, man. I just hit 63 weeks ago. Amazing. And I'm blessed. 
Amazing. And God bless you. Keep going. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Mets fan, man. But I love the Yankees too. Okay. And the Mets, '85. I went to all the games, and I didn't get to see them win in '86 because I didn't go to none of the games. What happened? Why? why? But you know. Why you didn't go to one game in '86, but you went to a bunch of games in '85? What was the change? In '85, yeah, I didn't go to '86, man. But I missed that. But you know, I'm blessed because I, I got to see World Series. I got to see the Mets win World Series, and I love the Yankees too, man. I, I got to see Yankees. How long you been in New York, Joe? Years. You've been in New York a few decades. Obviously, you said in the '80s. So I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> Native New York, born and raised so, here. So yeah, you see, in sixty yeah, years, you've Yankees seen a lot. And the Mets, you know, mm-hmm. I get it because you, you lived through some different eras and parades, and you've seen both be really good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and you know, I feel blessed, man, because you know, you know, to see a championship, and, and I hope the Mets or the Yankees do it this year. You know, or the Rangers, I'm, or the Islanders, or the you know, or the Knicks, somebody. Yeah, for my birthday, you know what I did? I went to see the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah? Where at? I heard they were coming to Barclays Center. Where did you see the Globetrotters? They were in Madison, on Madison Square Garden. Okay. How was that? On Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. yeah. It, it was, was worth it was the price of admission? And Curry Neal, Medlock, Letterman's, you know, those are old ones, you know, but they, they didn't do a lot of tricks and everything. And it, and it well, wasn't what, did what they I miss, expected. Did but. they miss a lot of shots? I figure they'd just at least be knocking down their shots. Well, they played a game against the generals, right? And, and they, they, you know, they, they, they made it for for the kids, you know. And they, I, I, I felt like a kid again, you know, because last time I, I went good. to see the Harlem Globetrotters, I was I was what seventeen, fifteen years old, and I really appreciate, you know, you know, seeing them again, you know, and I treated myself. I wanted to, I, for, for my birthday, I wanted to see the Harlem Globetrotters. It wasn't what I expected, but anyway. But you did it, and you I got it done. Time. I had a good time. I had a good time. Thanks for the call, Joe. Happy birthday. Keep rocking at 60. And I don't think I'm going to see the Harlem I don't know if I ever saw the Harlem Globetrotters, but I'm glad that you made that happen for your birthday, fam. I'm glad you were able to get that done. The Globetrotters for me. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them live. I think I heard them do an interview with Chris Carino on Brooklyn Nets radio like two weeks ago saying that they were coming to Barclays Center. But other than that, let's get back to the baseball conversation. Fran is in Montvale, Connecticut. Fran, you're on. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. I've been trying to get on. And listen, I want to tell you, you guys are fantastic. Absolutely the best. Yeah, well, but I gotta t- and I And I go all the way back. You know, to I miss and Wolfman and Murray the K and all that good stuff. Cool, yeah. But that's not why I'm calling. What I'm really calling for is driving me absolutely nuts. Right. If if it's about innings pitched, okay. All right. If a if a pitcher starts a game and 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 loses the game. You know, one to nothing. Okay, his ERA is, you know, one zero. But 
innings are based on six outs. So what I'm asking you is, what's driving me nuts is, if a pitcher goes nine innings, he really only pitches four and a half innings. So why is he based on nine innings? For an ERA. You just said, a, you just said a, you, okay, so an inning is based on six outs. You just said if a pitcher pitches nine innings, he's only pitched how many outs? No, he goes the whole game. Yeah, uh, I'm 27 outs in a baseball game. He could go four innings or eight innings or whatever. The point is the, the, the pitcher doesn't go six outs each inning. He well, only yeah, goes because he he sits down while the other pitcher goes out there. He doesn't get to pitch against his own team. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to follow you. He, he why he, he he gets three outs right, and and he sits okay, back down. Okay, okay, okay. If 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 a pitcher pitches nine innings, what is he credited for? Twenty seven outs. Okay, but he only pitched. Four and a half outs. Where does the four and a half come from? Because he only made three outs per innings. Four and a half in a, in nine innings. Yes. In other words, if if one inning is six outs, one inning is three outs. You, like you, you. <laughs> you no, get three no. Outs one inning, inning is one. My friend, please don't hang up on me. I'm not. One inning is considered I'm to, to figure be this one out. Six, six outs. We're on the uh, perplexing Pegasus here. I'm not. I'm not following. We're taking this ride together. So for the pitcher, though, he doesn't have to pitch against his own team. He's pitching against the the opposing team, right? So when opening day comes and Garrett Cole takes the ball, he's going to yes. be the first guy out there. He's gonna, you know why he's going to be the first guy out there? Because the Yankees are going to hit. But he doesn't have to pitch against DJ. Soto and Judge, he's just got to get those three outs. And then that's it for him in that first inning. Okay. If then he he's gets, got 24 if, outs to go for a complete game. If he gets, yeah, if he gets three outs in the first inning, that's a half an inning, not a one inning. What? If All right, I, All right if friend. I, All right, friend. I mean, I tried to. The math was not mathing. I said we were we were riding the perplexing Pegasus here. It wasn't going anywhere. Chris, help me out. I played baseball for fourteen years, and I was having trouble following. And I coach on the side too. From where this. does the four and a half come from? I couldn't tell you, man. I get. I, I I don't know. I just don't know. And why are we talking about pitching six outs in one inning? You sit down. <laughs> Nothing makes sense, man. Nothing makes sense anymore, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought the argument, when I saw the topic was ERA in baseball, I thought the argument was going to be, you know what I thought? I thought the argument was going to be when he started that guys don't go deep enough in games. And then I thought when I saw the topic that ERA in baseball, like, oh, we're judging these pitchers too much on their ERA. And then I thought he was going to, Add some other stats in there, which you know now. There's, there's so many. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a baseball nerd as far as like I never go on baseball savant unless I'm doing some type of project or something I need. I don't, I don't care to go on fan graphs. I like to watch baseball physically in the stadium. 
I'm, I'm that kind of fan. I could tell you about everywhere in Yankee Stadium to get a beer. I could tell you everywhere in Yankee Stadium to get whatever kind of food you want. I could tell you how to go to Yankee Stadium and stretch a $20 bill. I could tell you how to go to Yankee Stadium before, during, and after the game and have a great time. I can't tell you about four and a half in, I don't know, four and a half outs and nine innings. I don't know. Maybe you guys are seeing something that I've never seen. Um, I, that, I, don't, I, I don't understand where the four and a half comes from, and I also don't understand where you get six. You don't have to pitch against your old team. <laughs> you get three outs. It's 27 outs for each team. That's who, the, the, the team that has the lead with 27 outs wins. Like you said, the math just isn't math. It, it wasn't from I don't know now. It's, it's, <laughs> we're getting late. We're getting late in the night. I'm not as sharp as I am in the morning. <laughs> like, but shout out to you, Fran. You thought I was gonna hang up on you? No, I kept giving you a couple chances. Let's get another call in, Loopy on the late night. I've got one hour left. And I'm just going to start talking football when we come back from 1 o'clock. I'm going to hit you guys with as much football things I can put out there uh, so we don't get in the weeds on talk. I thought we were going to start talking about whip. and I don't know what else we were going to start talking about. Let's go to my guy Mario out in Long Beach. Mario is a regular on the fan. And he's got the bat line. He can get on at any time. <laughs> How you doing, Keith? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Nice, nice call. That was a little bit of a rough call the last one. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I just, you always try to land the plane. You try to bring it around for. I don't know. He's a little confused. You had a lot of patience, though. I give you credit. I just for that. wasn't sure where we were getting some of the numbers from and some of the logic, or maybe that—that's the—that's the thing that the, I couldn't. I find think he the lasted logic. longer with you than anybody else who got on the phone. You know? Chris told me that he's called and I guess done that before, but I don't know. I did, that's the first one with me. Hey, by the way, I'm a cat person like you. I didn't know you were a cat person. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. My my wife placed the cat in my life to test me before she had a child with me to see how I would treat a, a living thing like a, a, a pet. I had been allergic to cats my entire life. She goes and finds a hyperallergenic cat that I'm not allergic to, this, like, fine cat. I love my cat. I think she's, like, beautiful. And, like, now I'm attached to her. Because we share the same space. And originally, I thought she was just going to live in my apartment and we never interact. I interact with her more than, like, my wife. My wife goes to work. I'm there all day. My uh, wife come, <laughs> comes home from work. I go to work. And when I leave here tonight, the one person that will be waiting on my arrival is my cat. And then when I get in, in bed, my cat will wait for me to get comfortable and lay on top of me. Shout out to Tune. <laughs> Definitely a bond. Uh, for, as for Yeah, us, right? just you never know. And now you know what I said, too? I'm like, man, I feel bad for all the people who, like, people like friends of mine or relatives of mine that I look down on their cats. Like, ew, what is this? Like, get this rodent away from this. You touch this thing? This thing is gross. What's that smell? Like, I just didn't know. I, you don't know until you know. Exactly. You ever play with the like a laser thing? It's really cool if you get like a laser light. I you did. put it on the floor and then the cat goes crazy. <laughs> I right did, after. and I stopped. Now the way the lights are set up, we have these like uh, lights. I don't even know what they're called. LED lights, maybe in my apartment. The light reflects off my watch. It reflects off the iPhone. So she chases that. That's like the new laser. Yeah, that that's kind of cool. I wanted to get in a quick Nick's uh, thought, if I might. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really think uh, you know. Um, 
your Casamigo heart. I thought that was a good call to to call this guy out the winner. You know, I thought he was really yeah. He had the game winning shot. You could give it to Brunson as the leading scorer, but I also wanted to give him a nod. Like I said, he's been shooting better, and I heard him on the podcast say he wanted to shoot better. And I love what Kazim said about him being the Carmelo Anthony of. Draymond Greens. <laughs> you know, he's the highest rebounder in the league of an AB 6'5 or under. Like at eight, eight, eight rebounds a game. You know I, I, I just, as soon as the Knicks traded for him, I'm like, this guy is going to be a fan favorite. This guy is going to be what Knicks fans love because he's going to hustle. He's not going to have the greatest shot or offensive bag, but he's going to hustle. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to fight. He's going to scrap, and he's going to have some moments, and he has. He's got that intensity. You know, he reminds me of Keith. He reminds me of, uh, what's his name, Russell Westbrook, like that, like playing like 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 yeah. every second is the last second. Playing with your life, hair on you know? fire, having that intensity, you want to win that, that competitive drive, yep. And like you said, maybe we're not the best talent. He gets the most out of, uh, you know, talent that's not off the charts, you know, in terms of basketball talent, you know? Yeah, he's a glue and guy. Another encouraging thing is Ananobi and, and Randall. I think they're going to come back. I mean, and you know what's good about their, their injuries? They were upper body, so they could be doing cardio now. So, they, you know, their win should be good when they come back. I don't know how you feel about that, but it looks like Ananobi, they said, it's going to be back in a week or so. You know, he's getting really close. And he yes, should be 100%. I, I think so. And I remember, I guess, the Celtics game, I think they were showing Julius Randle had been, you know, running and working up a sweat and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, fingers crossed that those guys come back and the Knicks get hold. Thanks for the call, Mario. We got to go to break. We're up against it. 877-337-6666. BRB. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 